This episode is brought to you by Kristen Hepuakoa Marquez and Tutu Salamasina Naha Wilson. Thank you for the generous donation and your continued support. We see y'all, fam. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture. Hey, 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 hey. Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. Hey, hey, anniversary. Hey, 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 hey. Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. Made for you and me. Hey. What's Gucci? What it do, Kaipo? Happy anniversary for the Cultures Podcast. I know. Happy anniversary, partner. Man. Tomorrow will come. And, and girl, I can't wait. It's our anniversary. Yay. Anniversary. <laughs> Man, one year. What's good? Bruh, one damn year. Dang, we, we, we. We a whole ass year. <laughs> we a whole ass year, bro. I know. How do you I feel? I, I feel. Um, I feel proud of us. Accomplished. I feel accomplished. Oh man, so many seasoned. Seasoned for real, bro. Like, um, you know, just us going back in the archives and listening to a lot of the old episodes, especially when we first was, you know, just. Trying to take off. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just figuring it out, bruh, we really we was, was rookie trying rookies. To, we was rookie brookie. I mean, we still rookies, but Yeah, we still are, we but rookies we got with a little, confidence. <laughs> we got a little confidence in our step, you know. Man. It's what's... such a trip though, like, you know, going back and listening to the oh shit, I'm like, bruh, where the <laughs> fuck? We've come a long way. Were you cringing? Way. Were you like mm, yes, a little bit here mm. and there? It's like, oh shit, we didn't have our shit figured out. <laughs> It's okay. But what I remembered was was that we was like, you know what? We just gonna do it. And hey. we just gonna we just gonna do it and we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna just keep getting better and bruh, I feel like we've gotten better. We have. What's good? What it do, Kaipo? Hey. I'm your host, D Boy. And I'm your other host, Bex Bumble. Welcome to For the Cultures Podcast. Yay, one, one year. One year anniversary <laughs> celebration, y'all. And we're doing it so we ain't got no bottles in here. I know. <laughs> we because we got hella <laughs> shit to do after I this. Know. Uh you know, happy anniversary, Tom. Happy anniversary, Tom. We did it. Tom Stoneman been holding us down this whole hey, year. We appreciate you, Tom. We we, sh- we shouted you out. Quite a bit in our podcast. Yeah, for real. It was a reoccurring theme, but it's... We need to take a picture of us three so people can see the infamous Tom. <laughs> you know what's cool is, like, maybe we should keep Tom a secret. Only just... Ooh, only, you know, like how in Home Improvement, <laughs> only see, uh, like, the top of his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, it's good. One year. I'm I happy, know. man. That's so dope. Yeah. We, uh, we really just want to use this episode to reflect hey look back back down memory lane hey, hey. <laughs> you know just just to celebrate just to celebrate this accomplishment and yeah. this milestone in our huge in our venture together right yeah, in our yeah, journey yeah. together in this podcast land ah man i'm happy this is exciting i feel like one year is huge i feel like um because I right now, like literally as I'm talking, I can recall a few times where I was like, D-Boy, let's take a break. Like, let's breathe. Let's stop. Like, And then after reflecting on the podcast last night, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I The ones that the pod, the episodes that you recorded alone or you recorded with other 
guess those were the times where I am confessing now that I checked out for a bit because of just my personal thing, the things that were happening in my life. But I was grateful that my partner came through, like came through clutch and filled in and, you know, still made time and still pushed. And he was always about consistency. And I'm grateful for that because we would have never reached episode 50 without you really pre- pressing through, you know, like whether it's like not having a guest or like not feeling prepared or just being told last minute that I can't come, you still press through. I'm forever grateful for that, man. So right on partner. Hey, I'm ever for grateful for emotional. you too though. You Thank know, you. because as hard as it was and as much space and time as you needed, right? Like we still prevailed and we still pushed through. That's and you still you know, you still came through, you're still committed, you're still driven and this is our, you know, like this is our thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what's good? What, what, what do we do now? So I feel like, uh, <laughs> you know, um, we don't really, we're not going to do our, our regular segment today, right? Like, yeah. I, like I said, what we want to do is just reflect, celebrate, uh, process. Set new goals. Set new goals. Share set them intentions. With you guys, set intentions. Um, celebrate the guests that came through. Just uh, everything. Yeah. Everything that we've taken from this year. Like we finna chop it up about it all. Heck yeah. But one thing we gotta we gotta do and remain, you know, um vigilant in mm. is to ground ourselves in this episode, mm. you know, uh with an offering or a blessing. And I think in us celebrating this year, you know, as always, um, I think the best thing for us to do is to show gratitude. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So what would you like to show gratitude for partner Um, in terms of this milestone we've reached? (laughs) I would love to show gratitude uh, towards this platform. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, well, I, I don't even feel like, I know that if it wasn't for this platform, we would have not um, been exposed and met a lot of great people. Our network has expanded through this mm-hmm. platform. Mm-hmm. And um, I just am very grateful for the people that we have crossed paths with and for the people that we have interviewed and for the people that we have um, just kind of built as a fan base. You know, we just the support, everybody that just came around us and protected us through just our journey financially, emotionally, spiritually. I'm just um, I'm just grateful for that, because if it wasn't for this platform, that would have never been so that would have never happened, you know, as easily as it did when uh we just kind of ventured into this journey of podcasting so i'm definitely want to extend my gratitude towards that towards this platform because this platform allowed us to share our world with others and even others to share their world their world with us Mm -hmm. so i'm happy for that what about you partner um i'm extremely grateful for tom Yes, sir. Yes, grateful for Tom. You know, uh, it's been uh, quite a year and quite a venture to, or quite a task to venture out on. And, uh, you know, we've been, Tom has been super flexible with us. And thank you, Tom. Yes, thank you, Tom. And just, you know, being able to make arrangements and adjustments um, and really work with us on creating creating this platform. Uh, I'm super grateful for that opportunity 
and our relationship. I'm super grateful for our listeners. Super grateful. Uh, from the gate, right? Like just hella people, you know, like tapping in. And then, you know, as we continue to grow and as we continue to put content out, like just kept growing and growing and yeah. growing. It was funny as I was reviewing some of the older episodes, you know, you had mentioned in, um, you had mentioned that our IG page, you know, was like under 200, mm. right? And that was a huge win, especially when we just right. when we just started. And I feel like now we're almost at a thousand, you know, followers and, and. Uh, we're past that, bro. Oh, we are? Oh, yeah, we're we beyond that right now. Oh. Well, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> look at God. Look, look at, at God. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, just super grateful for all the listeners who, who tap in mm. when they can, who tap in every week. Um, and really grateful for those who have tapped in with us, you know, whether it was through DMs, mm. emails. Um, I was really taken back and reminded about our first listener that reached out. That, that we named Malosi. Malosi. Um, yeah, just, you know, super grateful for that. Shout out to Malosi out there. Right. Super Los Banos. Super grateful for all of our guests that have come through. Right, right. I'm um, super grateful for all the uh, the the donations that, I know. that came through for the fundraiser. Hella grateful for that. Um, and I'm just... Super grateful for uh, our our listeners who was tapping in when shit got heavy for me. <laughs> Super grateful for y'all. Right, came through, chimed in. Yeah, and just uh, I'm just overall grateful f to be on this journey because I, I think what I really appreciated is having the opportunity to go back mm. and listen to how much we've grown, you mm. know, and like to remember that these conversations are archived. Mm, you know what I that's mean? Facts, yeah. Like we listen to it right now and it's been a year. Imagine when we listen to it and five years have passed, right? Like what's that going to be like? So I'm just hella grateful for this experience. Definitely. And the opportunity <clears throat> to, to journey through it. For sure. Hey. Selah. <sighs> Thank you for grounding. That's a perfect way to ground. Like, you know, gratitude. Appreciate that. Word. That was another form of reflection for us, though. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. We was, like, trying to make sure we get everybody in there. I mean, you know, just hella grateful for the whole experience overall, which encompasses everyone. It's crazy. I just remember our first day here. We were sitting in a different, in the, in the other room, and we were just like, let's just go. Yeah, we were just messing around. No script, no nothing. We had an idea of what we wanted to talk about, but... We didn't have an idea, so we just, to listen to that first episode and be like, shit, where the fuck were we trying to go with that? It's crazy. That was one of my cringe moments of like, fuck, fuck, why, let's, why? Let's, let's get into that. Let's get into that, okay? Because we got some we got some questions that we came up for each other mm, that we want to, you know, we just want to discuss so we can go back down memory lane. Mm. Uh but before we get into like our cringiest moments, partner, <laughs> let's think back to when we first started thinking about this, mm, right? Like where it all started, right? What do you remember? The birth. What do you remember? Seed. I remember having mimosas <laughs> with two amazing individuals, Danny Boy and M. Yeah, uh, we had uh, we met up. I 
somewhere in San Mateo. Was it San Mateo? Or San Bruno. San we Bruno? met at a spot, San Bruno, yeah. Was that your spot? Because you knew daddy that was bartending. <laughs> <laughs> you knew daddy that was bartending because he already knew you. He was like. He's like, oh, yeah, you the motherfucker that uh, drink all the damn champagne. <laughs> that dried us clean with all. That bottomless Man. mimosa, though. You got to take advantage of that shit. I know. A bitch was trying to drive back safe, but y'all was trying to get turns. <laughs> and then y'all went to Dave and Buster's after. I was like, y'all trying to do another turn. I, I know. Like, but, yeah, that was, I feel like that. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I, I remember that conversation of you, me, and I'm just. Going That's when up. I first came back. Mm. Yeah, that's when I first came back to the Bay. And uh, we had connected, right? We had connected because um, I, I I started working at San Mateo County. Yeah, yeah. And then we ran into each other at a training, right? Yep. And we were like, okay, let's connect. You know, we got to connect. Mm-hmm. And so then we connected there and we were just sharing ideas, you know, sharing, like being creatives. Yeah. Actually, no, let's go back, back, back. Where I reached out to you because I saw I was I was watching um, a video. Oh, yeah, I, my uh, digital story. Your digital story. Yes, I remember and that. Vash was the one presenting this video, um, the, your digital story to us. This is at our staff meeting. Shout out to see Vash. <laughs> yeah, Vash. That's that's before I knew that motherfucker. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, he he came to our meeting and he she was kind of sharing just his experience about digital storytelling and the power of it. And I got to watch your story and I'm like, wait a minute, I know that dude. <laughs> How do you know Danny Boy? And basically, he was just saying that he knew you through that, you know, through um, storytelling and all, or through when you were sharing that. And then I'm like, I I think I Instagrammed, I, I hit you in the DM. You did, yeah. And I was like, bruh, I'm like literally in staff meeting, like watching your story. Like I had no idea. Let's meet because I want to talk to you now. You know, yeah. I want to share and hold space with you, especially when it comes to this type of like, you know, storytelling. I had no idea you were queer at the time. Mm-hmm. You had no idea I was out here, period. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. know that you were back in the Bay. I, I thought you were still like somewhere in L.A. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> doing missionary work. <laughs> yeah, I was doing missionary work, honey. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was doing the other missionary work, honey. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. So, um, yeah, I, I got to, I reached out to Danny Boy and then what happened? You reached back and you were like, yeah, let's plan something. And then we bumped into each other. At right. The, okay. So that's how it went That's about. how it came. Because then we, you know, we met up and we were, you know, thinking about creative endeavors for us to embark on. Mm. And, and, and this was definitely one that came up because it was, it was interesting to hear that this was, an, you know, something that you had been thinking about because I had been thinking about it for like two and a half years, mm-hmm. right? I initially mm-hmm. wanted to, it was supposed to be uh, Paula and I, mm-hmm. you know, it was a dream of ours to, to. And that's powerful conversation already, just you two alone. To do a podcast, yeah, you know, and then like, it was kind of weird because things wasn't working out in right. that way be, with me moving back and, you know, the circumstances we were in uh, during that time. And so coming back here and, you know, being able to meet with, you know, y'all and just be around creatives, it was like, okay, this is something I want to do. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So then fast forward, I remember we we ran into each other again at another uh, work-related thing. Mm-hmm. I think it was with the Independent uh, Living Program, ILP, because I remember we ran into each other. It was... Um, my folks, Anna. You remember Anna? 
Anna. Oh, yeah, yeah, Anna. yeah, I do. Yeah, shout out to Anna. Yes. Who works with ILP. Mm-hmm. Um, we ran into each other again at that function. Um, and just talk briefly, right? Like, okay, right. yeah, like, like, let's connect, and we're going to do this and do that. And then we ran into each other again training. at another training mm-hmm. in Foster City. And it was a longer training, so, right. you know, when there was breaks to take or we just needed a break, yeah, we would meet up and we just had conversation about, like, moving forward, right, podcasts. And, like, what do you want to what do? You wanna do? What do you want to talk about? How, yeah. how, can we, how can we frame what do we this? Need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we need, right? And I remember distinctly in that conversation, I kept hearing you say, you know, we got to do this for the culture, da 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 da, da for the culture, da, mm. for the culture. And I was just like, bruh, what if we, what if we create a podcast and we call it for the culture? Hey. You know what I mean? Everything you're talking about is related to uh, all the cultures that mm-hmm. we that we are connected to through our identity facts <laughs> and and then you found then you was like going through some kind of program with uh music or something like that right, right yeah yeah something that led you to get in contact with tom mm-hmm. and then you was like d-boy i got it you know i got a studio like let's just try it out mm-hmm. uh the guy's really the guy's willing to work with us and we came in and we just tried out that first episode that we titled just do it where we were just fucking around, <laughs> you know, pretending like we knew what we was doing. Right. And from then, it was just like, let's just... Let's just try it again. Let's, let's just see go with it. Yeah. And it worked out. Yeah, and it worked out, and that's, that's how it all began. Yeah. And and then, like, a few episodes in, you know, because we initially started out with For the Cultures with the Sea. Yeah. But a few episodes in, I don't... I, I can't recall which episode, but, you know, a lot of we started getting feedback from friends and family and even we started kind of building up a good fan base. And, you know, there was a friend that reached out and said, you know, I just finished listening to your podcast. And, you know, it just it kind of makes sense that both of you two are queer, you know, identify as queer and you guys have culture. You should switch that C to Q because, you know, you both are queers. And I'm like. Oh shit! Let me let me hit up D boy and say, "Hey, yeah. what are your thoughts? What do you think about Q over C?" And you were like, "Bruh, that's perfect." <laughs> I thought it was pretty dope. I, I wanted to sit with it for a minute, and, yeah. and then I was like, "You know what? Shit, that you know it, it sets us apart. Yes, it makes it different." So I was, I thought it was genius. Genius, right? Shout out to your folks, whoever right? came up with that. Shout out to my homeboy. He out there. He's a DJ too. So appreciate him for like, <clears throat> you know, changing my shit around. Word. So that's how we got started, right? It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. <laughs> uh, what were some of your initial fears in the beginning, though, partner? Um, I think one of my initial fears was um, I didn't feel like it would work out. I didn't feel like mm-hmm. this was going to be th- that it would sustain us up until now. Like I didn't see. Did you think we would make it this far? No, not at all. <clears throat> and that was just in the beginning. Look at you proving yourself wrong. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and yeah, I, I just, one of my fears was like, can we afford it? Can right. we be consistent with like content? Like, you know, we both live in separate cities. Mm-hmm. How are we going to work? You know? Yeah. <clears throat> Those are all my concerns after, a few episodes after, because I'm like, damn, we need to invest in this. But how do we do it when we both live so separate? You know? 
like a good hour away from each other. Mm-hmm. But yet we work so close to each other, but yet our schedules don't ever line up, you know? Like mm-hmm. we have a greater chance of bumping into each other in, in meetings and trainings <clears throat> than we do to ever meet up for like lunch and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. So my big, my, one of my biggest uh, fears was just pretty much I doubted we would be here now, you mm-hmm. know, like episode 51 now. Right. <laughs> so yeah. My initial fear was. Uh, commitment. Mm. Yeah. Cause, Elaborate. Because, you know, this is, I mean, I don't think I thought about it until we were actually in the thick of it, but I was like, damn, this is a relationship, right? Like, mm. this is a partnership. Mm. And, you know, we, we like, we knew each other, but we don't, we didn't know, know no, each other, know each right? Other, yeah. And we're still building now, right? And, We've gotten, you know, hella closer now than we were when we first started. Mm-hmm. Um, intentionally spending time and all that shit. Knowing each other's triggers. Yeah, knowing each other's triggers. <laughs> Through, knowing... By episode. <laughs> yeah, by episode one and a half. No. You motherfucking right, I'm triggered. <laughs> but yeah. But just hella, like, worried about um, if I was going to be able to commit to something like this and mm. also if you were willing to commit to something like this. Yeah. I think I'm always worried about the other person because I, you know, like for me, I know, I know who I am. I know how I get down. I know where I stand with shit. And so if I like invest, if I invest and if I say something, then it's like the hope, all I can control is that the hope is you are able to, you're in as much as I'm in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the fear was, is that you wouldn't be. And there were plenty of times where, you know, and I was scared about that. And I think sometimes I still do get kind of scared, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's just, it could just be me getting inside my head and uh, having to deal with those those issues that have nothing to do with you personally, right? It's right, just all yeah. like stemmed from personal experience. But I mm-hmm. think just the commitment was, right. was uh, the biggest fear. And then also, yes, finance-wise, like, how the hell are we going to pay for this? Mm. It's going to be an investment. It sure is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are some, uh, that was, I think just the biggest, the biggest fears I had. I, th- I think another fear that I had was like, oh shit, there's a big one. I don't know if you're going to feel me on this partner, but like, I, I hate the sound of my voice. Bruh, so do <laughs> I. My voice is always something that I was, you know, uh, teased and ridiculed. Killed, uh-huh. um about as a child mm-hmm. and so I've always just like hated the sound of my voice either because I sounded too uh femi or mm. because it's just sound hella ogrely <laughs> yeah. uh but but just hear, hearing myself and like getting over that that negative um attitude towards myself right, right, was like right. it's like a big thing mm. right and i think i had to really work towards getting to that point of being okay with like mm. you know it's, it's all right like it is what it is that's just my voice and can't change i can't change it. it 51 episodes later <laughs> fuck like it. fuck it gotta accept it fuck it throw it in the bucket you know it's funny is because like I've I've noticed that my voice chain tone has changed dramatically, and it went from like super high pitch, not too not super high pitch, but pretty pitchy, to bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you didn't you didn't let the bitch out. <laughs> Unleash the bitch. You were trying to hold the bitch back before. 
and now the bitches here, yo. <laughs> the bitches arrived, you feel me? But no, I, 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 I got to notice the range and how the dramatic difference. <clears throat> then I realized that when I'm like very nervous, I am pretty high pitch. So the, the tone is a lot more, I wouldn't say softer, but just a lot more higher, I guess. Versus when my confidence is kicked in, mm. my pitch is a lot more calm. It's a lot more relaxed. And it, it does have a little deeper tone to it, but it has everything to do with just the calmness of where I am so and how I project when, when I speak. So I can totally see the growth in my <laughs> from episode one to maybe even 12 to like now. Word. So, I mean, it still fluctuates, but for the most part, I just was like... FML, bruh. Who the hell am I listening to in episode one? I don't even know that pitch. That pitch. <laughs> dumb pitch. Stupid pitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know that dumb pitch. Because <laughs> the bitch is a ride. The bitch is here, you feel me? But that pitch in, in fucking episode two, that pitch gotta go. Fucking pitchery, <laughs> yeah. But the tone, yeah. I couldn't accept it. The first, I had a, I had a, that was cringy. Right, right. I know we ain't there yet with our questions, but I, I feel it though. There's a lot of cringe too. I felt like I talked too damn much. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest, another big fear was that, like, wh- how will we be received? Mm, you know what that's, I'm saying? That's, see, I can I can share that with you too. How will we be received by the peoples? Mm-hmm. And I know people are gonna probably get back, you know, respond to us like you guys don't gotta worry about shit. Like y'all try to pull out a podcast on your own and just <laughs> see what we feel. It's like we understand how to like you know like eliminate ourselves from negativity, but it's just that thing inside that you deal with. Like shit, how are we gonna be received and released? Especially Word. when you speak. When you share a personal experience, you kind of worry. You have in the back of your mind, you're you're you start worrying about family that know this story, you right, know, right. or friends that know this story, or friends that friends and family that you haven't spoken to that might feel like this may be towards them, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like those are some of the concerns I get when I share, you know. So it's like fuck. Not yeah. everything is towards you, but if you're feeling guilty, bruh. We could talk about <laughs> a pitch can pull up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh what were some of your initial hopes though in the beginning? <clears throat> now that we got those fears out of, the, out of way, the way, what were you hopeful for in the beginning? I was hopeful for conversation. I was hopeful for a message to reach across a a regular schmegler that's dealing with something similar to our experiences. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's one for sure. I was hopeful for that. And I was also hopeful for the network, to be honest. Like I knew the potential of this platform and I, and I've seen like just all, you know, just with the few podcasters that I do follow, I've seen like how they have turned that into a business, you know, and it's just done great things for them. Like, I was hopeful for that. I mean, although we're not there yet, but I'm still hopeful for that. I'm hopeful that we get to travel with this podcast, that we get to tour with it, you know, that we get to just kind of, you know, someone from Arizona be like, hey, we want you guys here. We got a place for you. Y'all can just do a live recording. We in there, you know, like that's a future goal and expectation that I would hope to, you know, that we aim there together for the next year or so. So, yeah. What about you, partner? Uh, my initial hope 
I think was uh, just to create the platform, mm. right? Because uh, I've been an avid listener of podcasts for a few years. You know, a lot of my friends, uh, shout out to the team, uh, Paula, also hey. known as Alisi, uh, Chris and Calvin. Um, mm. Well, it was really Alisi and Chris who put us all, who put me in, I mean, not Alisi and Chris, it was uh, Alisi and Calvin who put me and Chris on to the podcast world. And from there, I just like found hella other podcasts. And so, you know, we, we would come into work and we would just chop it up like, oh, I heard this on the podcast and da da da, da. And then we'd have conversation, right? Mm. And we were always just talking about like, dang, you know, it'd be dope if we have, you know, uh, PIs doing podcasts. Mm. And then uh, there was... There was a time, I think when I first came back and I, you know, I was invited to come on to Poly by Design. Mm. Shout out to PBD. Yay. Carl Naki over there, holding it down. Um, and I was really inspired just by them doing, doing their thing, right? Like just seeing them in that element and like recognizing, wow, we're out here as PIs doing podcasts. Right, right. I hope that we can, or I hope that I can also do that. And so... Mm. That was really just my initial hope was to create a platform uh, with Pacific Islander queer voices, mm. you know, for us to just chop it up and have conversation. That's what's up. Yeah. <sighs> what were the most um, cringiest moments for you? <laughs> I know we spoke about some of them. Yeah, we kind of got, we kind of touched on them a little bit, but I think some of the cringiest moments were... Like, you can't take it. I think for me, and this is probably me being hella critical of myself, but, like, just sifting through the podcast and shit like that, I feel like I'm always judging myself. I'm like, damn, you talk too fucking much, mm. you know? Or, like, you don't need to explain it, all that, you know, all like that. Like, you, you ain't got to drive your point all the way Yeah, there. you ain't got to fucking shove it down people's mm. throat. And I, that could just be me. I don't know if other people feel that way. Please feel free to let me know. You know, I'm always... Let a pitch know. Let a pitch know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always open to constructive criticism, but yeah. That's something that I was cringing at. I was cringing a little bit at, like, the beginning episodes. Mm. Where I think just recognizing where we are now right, and yeah. seeing where you are personally... Damn. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just listening to the old episodes. And I'm like, damn, I can't even believe that that's you, partner. I can't mm. believe that's Bex. Like, you sound, you do sound hella nervous. And mm -hmm. there were there were moments where I could recognize, like, oh, yeah, she was on a roll right there. She was really She's feeling herself. In. Yeah. She's <laughs> yeah, I can recall that, too. Yeah. It takes a while to get my jump start, you know, but... <clears throat> I think one of my cring most cringiest moments were the ones that I, hmm, I think, well, the, my tone, again, the first few episodes, tone was difficult for me because, and it wasn't so much of the tone, I knew where I was at at that moment. I knew emotionally what, what was, what I was battling in my thoughts mm -hmm. when I was sharing a, a certain thought, you know, to you, so... I just was cringing at like, why the fuck did I bring my shit to this platform? You know, like I just wish <clears throat> with all the practices that I have now with meditation and knowing how to ground myself now and having someone to ground me. <laughs> um, like I wish I had that type of support back then 
because mm. I didn't have it. So I didn't know how to shake off shit before coming here. And I didn't even know how to shake too much off, to, you know, before even like hitting you up and saying, D-boy, I can't come. You know, I'm just not feeling up to it. You know, mm. so like now I, ha- I feel like I have those tools. I have enough tools to kind of sober me up from like a deep, dark thought, you know, so. That's hella interesting because I feel like in listening to the old shit, mm-hmm. I-, I hella brought my shit here. Mm, we both did. Yeah. I mean, even... I mean, I'm not... But I don't feel... I don't feel like I wish I hadn't. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, that makes me think, like, do you feel like this this platform and our podcast is a, a space where you could bring that shit to process it out? I think, I think we could. I'm not the one to do it. I process a lot more differently, so mm. I process alone, and I just, it takes a minute for me to really unpack, you know, certain things, especially certain events that happen and occur, so, right. especially with somebody who ha- has PTSD, mm-hmm. things don't just instantly come and process well, like, there are certain events that take, that take um, a while, to really unpack Mm. so just how my mind it just how it just works and plays things out it just doesn't process well so I know for sure that when I do share I I always share from a place of coming out of my process Mm. but I never share while you know I'm not able to really fully communicate effectively you know I feel that so it's just it's just me I just have been I process a lot better by myself it works. I've actually tried to even do it with my therapist. My therapist knows now to let me go. She would tell me, hey, take some time. I see that that's kind of sitting heavy with you. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about it once you, fig- you know, you work out everything. Right. So That's what's up. Yeah. No, yeah. I just, uh, I wanted to understand that part better. Yeah, for yeah, sure. And I, th- and I recognize that, like, it's easy for me to do that shit, but I don't feel like, I think where I'm miscommunicating, I don't know if that's the word, but like I don't come, I don't bring this shit here and just process it here, mm-hmm. right? It's like I'll process it outside of here and then also bring it here and process and it. And process and it. And then take it out and also process it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, I, and, I, and I see your point. I see your point, though. Yeah. I see your point, partner. It's like, you know, it's it's not for you to do that and that's respectable right Mm. and that's admirable uh because at least you're open about your process and what you go through because if anything like this is just you know a a space for us to be transparent for sure yeah and be vulnerable and communicate like this is this is how i operate this is how i move right like it's okay that i don't bring it here yeah and and process it because there's some shit i gotta work through and i hella feel that too because it's like yeah me too you know like i can't bring all the shit that i that i want to say or that i'm processing here because then i might regret it later you know yeah for sure and and that's the thing is like even after like say i come out of my place of already fully processing like i can still process that you know yeah i'm still processing even from a healed place or a place that's not fully healed or just a broken place like i will still process that with our listeners with you with others it's just for me like i has i have to first understand it myself Mm -hmm. before i talk about it with others and like that's just the way i have kind of been 
and you know maybe things will change in another season but for this season right now no nah, that's a dope way of uh handling it though because mm. if you understand it that way right. through your process when you bring it when you bring it to the table right and if people don't understand or try to take it a different way you have a grip right because on it because you understand and you mm-hmm. know um what you've worked through right so facts, that nobody could take that from you so yeah that's a thousand percent but yeah i love that <sighs> the process what are the what, what are the questions we got here d-boy well was that all the cringiest moments you have <laughs> let me see did i have some other cringy moments hmm. i think i was cringing at just like you know looking at the earlier episodes and looking at all the different kind of segments that we were trying you know oh yeah yeah all yeah. the uh like i forgot i totally forgot about we was trying to do a segment called check this shit out oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh we tried that what else did we try um there was a there was a point oh i think we would start off the, um i think we would start to show off with our bruh yep we did a bruh, then we had an actual check-in. Mm. We had hella segments, right? We was, yeah. just, we was just trying them all on. And I'm glad we finally got to a, a, a lineup and outline of the right. show. Like, okay, this is this is all going to work. This mm. is going to work. And I hate that we used to announce, okay, now uh, my bruh for this. You know, it's like, <laughs> bruh, just get in there. Just, bruh, this shit was crazy. The other day I was like, you know, now we can do it more smooth versus like, Okay, now my bruh for today is <laughs> like I hate the announcing before sharing. That one that yeah. one was a cringy moment for me. Yeah. That's for sure. You know, actually, you know what was another cringy moment? Was um <clears throat> when uh we were talking about uh the stories in our um the from the Samoan queer lives. Uh-huh. Um I think you and I you and I just spoke about it off air, but one of the cringy moments was uh, when I froze at a mm. triggered moment during one of the stories that we shared. Um, Gene's that story. Gene's story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Probably because Gene just triggers me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn pitch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was really triggered by her story. And there were just some personal things that I was not able to fully understand. And D-Boy, I think, was the only one that understood um, and you didn't understand after because I wasn't able to communicate anything at that point. Right. What happened was I froze, I disconnected, I disengaged, I was n- everything dis. I just was not here. I damn near disappeared. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I was just not present. Something was happening. There was a piece of Jean's story that just sat pretty heavy mm. within, and I just did not know how to handle that. And it's crazy because that piece of her story led to my healing and I'm so grateful for that because if that didn't come to surface and that trigger didn't come under my radar I would have never sought conversation about how to get help and healing in that area so I was really grateful for that you know but I did cringe because I'm like oh my gosh I'm totally reliving that moment where I like froze on D-Boy and I got stuck. And we have, honey, we have those moments here. Like, there are moments where shit will come to, shit will hit the fan and be like, D-Boy, let's stop recording. I'm triggered. Or D-Boy, I can't say that. Or shoot, let's re-record. You know, we, I think a lot of people don't know the behind the scenes until they become an actual guest and they will understand the dynamics of like what we go through. But 
Yeah, sometimes, you know, like we like that was like a a very cringy moment for me. Sometimes it just gets crazy and the bitch gets emotional and the That uh, shit gets real <laughs> on for the cultures. Right? Shit gets real and I did I remember I went in my car started crying i started unpacking shit and even as i'm unpacking that thought that i got the very minute i heard that story i start having bad anxiety i'm like what the fuck do you what is the root like i'm trying to like be my own therapist and counselor and i'm like i can't get it and i was struggling for so many days trying to understand and i couldn't until i brought it to my therapist who helped translate what i was feeling inside and she put it into words and i'm like that's it and I'm just <clears throat> so grateful for that experience, although it was very ugly and we both did not know what was happening. I was able to find healing in that. And look at the beauty that came from that cringy moment, right? Like, right. I mean, shit, you just took us through this whole experience of you doing that hard healing work, right? Mm-hmm. Healing isn't easy. And it's not. And it's never over. And it's never over. You're, Even if you're at a good place in life. Right. You're continuously having to. Uh, fight off that negative thought, those negative thoughts in your head, that negative talk in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and by you being able to like try to process it on your own and then also seeking out um, professional help, like right. that, all of that helped you get to a point where you're able to navigate that. Right. right. As where before you just illustrated that you didn't have the tools to, mm-hmm. to do that. Right. And mm-hmm. just a beautiful. Just a beautiful time to be a part of this journey, right? For sure. Because for I think sure. in us having these conversations, I know for myself too, in, in the in the sense of like that's why I bring my shit here is because there's healing in having mm. these conversations, right? There's healing in processing this shit out. For sure. Letting all those thoughts come out and and actualize through your words right mm. when you speak it out loud and you hear it versus just hearing it in your head you're like okay wait i don't like the way that shit sounds right. or that shit's alarming right like right. need to work this need to work this shit out mm. so what about you partner uh i you didn't have that many you've already shared your uh, yeah i just shared um i think it's more just about like the um, the process i think some of the cringy moments with me happen afterwards. Like I remember before when we would record and after I would be like, do I sound dumb? Does, did I make sense? Mm. You know, this just hella doubting myself. I feel like <clears throat> those were, those are cringy moments because I didn't believe in myself enough or I didn't believe mm. in this enough. Right. I was just trying it out, feeling like a fraud. Mm. But I think, Continuing to persevere and be resilient in uh, doing doing this with you right. and doing this podcast right. for the culture, you know, <laughs> having, these, gang. having these conversations, you know, it's just really been healing as well, mm. right? And being committed to something and being driven to do it, you know, amidst all the barriers and hard times that came up for us. You know, it it was, um, I feel like in those cringy moments, there was a lot of beauty that came through. For sure. Right? For sure. For sure. Mm. So in that same, in that same sense, right, let's, let's get to this next one. 
Uh, what were some of the proudest moments for you in this podcast? Proudest moment was to interview uh, the, uh, the people who we interviewed. Yeah, it could be more than one. Yeah, but um, Ali Bati, you know, I I think we've I remember sharing. Shout out to Makayas. Makayas, um, just some of the guests that we were able to, you know, get in here. Those were some of my proudest moments. M. Teresa on my birthday, girl, honey, <laughs> thank you so much. Right. <clears throat> and um, yeah, even the platforms that we got, like for us to go on for um, not for the cultures, for us to go on um, PBD, Poly by Design, mm -hmm. you know, and even for us to sit in a few events because people wanted us to just kind of come together as a brand to certain events. I thought that was dope. Right. Those were some of my proudest moments. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. And most of the guests, the platforms, the the exposure, those are all my proud moments. I'm proud of for the cultures. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really proud of uh, the guests that we've had. Right, like I think a big a big one for me was having Yuki on the show. That was big. Yeah. It's a proud moment. Uh, I think because I've just been such a big fan of Yuki's artistry mm -hmm. uh, since I was introduced to her her work uh, through her piece, The Last Sawalunga. Mm. And then also just with the whole launching of Samoan Queer Lives coming mm. out, you know, it was at this time where, you know, you and I were just starting off with this podcast as two queer Samoans. And so that hella, that hella gave me comfort, right? To know that, okay, like this book exists. Instantly had to get a copy for you and me, right? Mm. And it's like, this is something that we're going to chop it up about. We're going to discuss. Um, and to get to a point where reaching out to Yuki, because Yuki was going to be here for um, the Talanoa series that, mm -hmm. that happens at uh, City College and also the work that she was doing at the... Um, the museum mm -hmm. and to for her to make time to come on the podcast with us really meant a lot mm. but also what happened after <laughs> was also like a it was a hard moment but i feel like it's a proud moment nonetheless because you know yuki gave us some constructive criticism um like a gut, like straight to the yeah, gut. Yeah, <laughs> straight to the gut. Right after, right after the interview, you know, we went and we um, sat down and broke bread and just had some real-ass conversation. And mind you, Bex and I ha have never met Yuki prior to that, mm -hmm. other than, like, conversation and um, coordinating to get her on the show. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Bex, I mean, um, Yuki gave us some really good advice in terms of, like, how to strengthen our our platform, right? Mm -hmm. And our direction. Yep. Because uh, as we stated earlier, you know, we're just trying to figure this out as we as we, as go, we go and as we move along. And so, although it was very hard to hear that feedback from her, we also hella received it and like took it in. For sure. Processed it a bit. And seen at the end of the day, seen where she was coming from, right? Iron sharpening iron. Mm -hmm. um, she, her work is, you know, has taken her far. Right. 
and her work is recognized and to get that kind of uh, direction and uh, feedback from someone of her caliber, mm-hmm. you know, it was like for free. Right. <laughs> that part too, right? Right. For free. Um, it was dope. Yeah. It was really dope. And it was easier for you to, for, for you to be open to that type of feedback because you got to spend time with her prior to that as well, right? Before the recording, right? Not a lot of time. I spent more time with her after after the recording because she, you know, like she needed to, to get around and oh, and I think Uber her Uber, huh? Yeah, but like I didn't mind being it because I feel like we got a lot of extra conversation in and for sure. And I just took a lot away from being able to share that space. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I got. Something personally, too, uh, when we were having a conversation about, like, how I don't identify with this idea of, like, you know, we are ocean, right? Like, um, I know it's the tagline of folks that, you know, from Vasa and yeah. things like that. And, like, how I was just having a hard time connecting with it because I felt like, yeah, we are ocean. But, but like, for me, you know, born and raised here, like, I don't necessarily come from the ocean mm, in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and we just started having this whole conversation about like being existing in the diaspora, mm. but also being indigenous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did have a lot of great conversation. Yeah, good takeaways. Yeah, <clears throat> that definitely was a proud moment. Yuki. We... But you were getting somewhere with that. No, it was just about receiving from somebody that... Um, we don't know. All right, we just met. Yeah, we just met. Like for me, like I seem I receive better from people that I trust and people that I know have you know walk the walk and talk the talk and you know just kind of with understanding Yuki from afar and you know watching her, watching her um, just her work you know via social media, like it was enough for me to say she's definitely uh, you know. Her 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 advice is credible, you know. Like I can take it from her because she is traveling. She's doing everything that we love, and yeah, I can definitely take that blow. It wasn't even a blow; it was more love, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a nice. It just felt like a blow. Yeah, it felt like a blow because we were caught off guard. Our egos were bruised. That's oh yeah, why. <laughs> sure. it felt like a blow, but we knew that she spoke from a place of love you know mm-hmm. and for her, and she even took us under her wing after cuz she got tickets for us to to attend another one of her um museum um events that she had the the day after so we knew that she, everything that she was saying was all out of love that it wasn't out of like her just feeling you know some type of way about our podcast her intentions were well and even if her intentions weren't well, we received it and we grew from it and we're better now, you know, so mm-hmm. we're grateful for it. But we knew Yuki had our back, though. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Yuki. I think another proud moment, too, is just all we, we, we've we had a lot of guests this year in our first within our first year. Um, and I think just having all the guests. Right. Like, I feel like we've taken a lot away from mm. from having them on and from sharing space with them and conversation i was really i was really um happy to share this space as well with like 
the likes of, like you said, M, uh, Teresa, Tainted and Tarot. Tainted Tarot. We had Afro Tainted up in Afro-tainted here. Afro Tainted Tish. We had uh, Tish, Drew, Drew and Lassie. We even had Gene come through. Alex. Right, Alex Nihotoa. We had we just had Spolu come on. Who else? Lee. Yes, Lee Kava. Lee was on there. Oh, uh, and we've had Kiana on here twice. Shout twice. Out. Come on. Shout How out to we... my sis Kiana Fuenga. You call her Fuego. Fuego. A fire ass pitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had a lot of great people. Ty. Oh, Ty. Yep. Dr. Ty. Mm hmm. Um, we still have a lot more that we're hoping to get in here, but yeah, those are just all those guests. That lineup alone is fire, though. Right, hella fire. I mean, even like, of course, I was really happy to share um, this platform with Bola. That oh, one time, yes. Bola was a guest on the show, and there was just so much. I feel like everybody added something, and Bola especially because when Bola was on, and we did the. Um, the the ground like she did a, a blessing mm-hmm. to ground us in the episode and she did it in language Where it all started yeah we, from then we've just always made sure that we've incorporated that into our it became a regular practice for us you know taking us back to our cultural protocol <laughs> of always you know offering up a blessing mm-hmm. um, was really important so yeah there's just so many moments of to be proud about mm-hmm. I mean even just us being committed. And staying connected. I'm so proud. I'm super proud, too. Appreciate for this space. Even Roots. We forgot Roots, bro. Roots. How we forget Roots was up in here? We didn't forget Roots. We was just saving the best for last. Right? Come on, bro. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, her, that episode with Roots, I, I just uh, finished listening to it. It's so powerful, Roots, man. That girl... I just love her energy. I love that. Amazing spirit. Super insightful. That girl is just fire. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Okay. What were... Oh, no. No, no, not were. What are some moments you are most appreciative of? Hmm... Your most appreciated moments. Let me rephrase that better. I think my most appreciated moment was my my whole uh, social media, mm. uh, the exposure of that picture of my tattoo. Yeah, when you went viral. Yeah, when the bitch when a pitch went viral. When the pitch went viral. I think uh, that. Definitely is a blessing in disguise. <laughs> um, what do you appreciate most about that moment? I think it has a lot more to do with self development than just um, platform. You know, yeah. I feel like that really helped shape and groom me to where I was able to not, you know, to fight off another layer layer of like, you know, the whole people pleasing, you know, like to not worry about that whole because we're on a platform where we get feedback like crazy, you know, and I just I have that experience has made me realize, man, I can we it's the platform we signed up for, you know, like I got to learn how to take people's opinion and 
you know, eat the meat, spit out the bones, you know, like just can't take anything personal. Our skin has to be thick when it comes to this type of platform. And I have just learned through that experience and very appreciative that I'm constantly growing as a person through crazy shit like that, you know, like it's just helped make groom me to a better person, a more grounded person, and even a more compassionate person, you know, so I'm grateful for that space. I would have never, never been through where I am now mentally, spiritually, I wouldn't have gotten here fast. And I'm not, and I haven't even arrived yet, but I'm so happy to be where I am now because of that experience. So yeah, that's one of my most uh, favorite experiences out of this. What about you, partner? Uh, there's a few, there's a few moments I appreciate. Your proud that, that I appreciate the most. Um, definitely, again, I can't reference it enough, but just all the guests who have given their time and their energy mm. uh, to be here with us. Um, I also am very appreciative of the moment when, you know, this is something we've been investing in. And when I thought to create the fundraiser, Mm. on facebook right like you know it's just like a little like just to try to do something right it was for my birthday i seen that like folks do that where they fundraise right in honor of their birthday and just to see like how quickly you know i set a goal i set a very small goal in the beginning right and i reached that within a within a day it was like 600 or something like that right just something really small and we reached in the day, Look and it, this was before my birthday, right? It was a couple of days before, so I was like, you know, let me just increase it. So I just would go up little by little, and we just kept hitting it, just wow. kept hitting the mark. And I was like, bruh, this shit is crazy. So then where I just set it, you know, set it to the highest mark I thought of, you know, and it went beyond that. And I was, and this is in a few days, right? This is... This is in a few days that it went beyond um, the the different markers I set. And I just was so, like, moved, right? I just had to sit in and be grateful. And, mm. and I always feel like my, my gratefulness is never enough mm. because it's like, you know, that's my love language, right, is, is um, acts of service. Mm. And so when folks, you know, like hella folks are donating and, you just see all this love coming through. It's like, shit, how do we, how do I reciprocate this? Like, how do I show these people that I'm really uh, appreciative and that we're appreciative? Uh, you know, it was a, it was a huge moment mm. that I'm hella appreciative of. And so what, what that turned into is us, you know, calling out, you know, um, all of the donors little by little that, right. that they are the reason why this episode is brought that is a proud moment to the for peoples, sure. right? Yeah, and it's not just for me; it's for us, right? right. It's for this brand, it's for this platform, and yeah. and I, I think in addition to that, like a proud moment is just to see the growth of you and I, mm-hmm. not just as host of this podcast, but mm-hmm. also just as people. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's been a real transformation in who we are as individuals, and mm-hmm. I feel like that spills over. That's true. All over. You know what? It's okay. So something just came up right now. I'm like, when we talk about proud moments, um, because I, 
you know, when we talk about healing, the space has been very healing for me. Um, there was an episode uh, was when we were talking about relationships. I mean, we talk, we spoke about toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. I remember sharing about an individual that was definitely very toxic in the past. And we went through something that was uh, pretty messy three years. Yeah, almost three years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, just recently, this person, um, we crossed, we came across each other at my old job. And she came up to me and she just initiated a conversation. And my first reaction was like, what is this bitch going to do? You know, Mm -hmm. like what's happening? Because I seen her. And uh, the first thing that um, she addressed me with was an apology. And um, that apology led to just, you know, me just wanting to just like, you know, receive it. But I... I extended my um, that conversation to like, hey, let's meet somewhere else. Let's, so let's let's finish this conversation outside of work because I can't talk right now. Anyways, uh, we we ended up talking later, uh, later on that week, and we spoke about um, that episode. And she heard it. She heard it. She tapped oh. in. Oh, and um, I was grateful for that. Like that's a proud moment because. If she didn't, if I wasn't able to share that and she didn't tap in, she mm-hmm. would have never been able to just kind of like, you know, just hear my, my side and hear the hurt that I went through as, uh, you know, as she shared her hurt as well. So we both got to share that together. But I was happy that that brought healing and reconciliation in our relationship. We're not like best friends, mm-hmm. but now, you know, I, I'm happy to say that we are at a place where we're both mature enough to be among each other, but not have to feel like that, the animosity, you know, or that tension, you know, and it's all because she tapped in and she heard an episode and I was able to vent out of frustration <laughs> and of experience. But that episode helped a lot because it brought healing and, you know, reconciliation to a past relationship that I thought would never, ever heal. That's what's up. I was grateful. So that's a proud moment too. Absolutely. See there's what this so, platform this platform does wonders. It does. Baby. And there's so many proud moments, you know. Yeah. Some, I mean, I'm always it's a small thing, but I'm always proud when folks are like, Oh, I tapped in with, you know, this ep- with the episode or I I love for the cultures. You know, yeah. just getting a lot of that um appreciation from folks, especially mm-hmm. folks you wouldn't think listen to the mm-hmm. podcast. And it's like, dang. Thank you so much. Right. You know, I always try to make sure I'm grateful for folks tuning in because it means a lot. Yeah. And I also th- know that it takes a lot because, you know, folks, some folks don't like to hear two people talking or hella people talking. Right. Yeah. Like nobody likes talk radio, but right. it's just meaningful because it's like we feel seen. Yeah. Right. And like heard, seen, heard and seen and honored. And, you know, it's beautiful. That's something that we set out to make sure that we, um, we make sure we do in our in our uh, podcast is that we recognize mm-hmm. the folks in our community, yeah, going through things, doing things, whatever it may be. We we see y'all, you yeah. know, and and even for Alisi, you when when you brought her in as a guest, that whole releasing of like praying, like really helped kind of like set a new segment for our um, podcast because I've heard from so many people that oh my gosh Word. I tapped in and, I, and I'm so glad that out of all the podcasts I clicked on this one where one of you guys prayed or there was a word that I needed to hear of what I was yes. going through and it's like what in the world you know like yeah. just 
these little tedious things that we just add and it ends up blessing somebody like so much. It's like, I'm so grateful for that. I love that feedback. Like people are like, Priceless. oh my God, somebody prayed or D-Boy said a word or there was a scripture that you guys said or somebody just grounded us in breathing. It's like, dang, it changes. Mm-hmm. It These little things yeah. matter right. to our listeners and we're grateful for it. And it would have never happened if you and, you and uh, uh, Paula, Alisi didn't have this episode of just where you guys were just free and just completely yourselves right grateful for that that makes me think about um something that i really tripped off of in looking back at our old episodes is that this is this is a um like a proud moment right now of like being able to celebrate Mm. um our anniversary, right? Mm. Or, or not even just a proud moment, but like a most appreciated moment is that we get to be right here right now celebrating this. But what I also appreciate was the fact that like going back and listening to those older episodes, this is also coming up on the anniversaries of um, all the family members that were passing during that time when we first started right like next weekend is uh, my sister flows mm. one year celebration and um in co- in the coming weeks in a couple weeks it's gonna be um uncle jungles Jungle. one year celebration in heaven and then i know my auntie mapu's one year is uh soon to follow and so just to mm. just to go back to that time and be able to hear you know like what what was happening in real time at that time is like damn you know just a, just something to reflect on on like when we got started what was happening what we were all going through and the things that could have stopped us from doing this mm. but instead like I'll speak for myself yeah. personally like I chose to come here and process that shit you know like I just yeah, it was it's hella appreciated. I really appreciate that this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what we got going here. You were raw during that time too, especially during uh, you know, sis flow. Um Fuck when yeah. you caught wind of that. It was were, the day of. Yeah, you were very It was the day of. It was, it was that morning. Yeah. I remember that moment. Even listening to that recording, you were still raw, you know very uh, new to the news trying to figure out how to maneuver through your emotions at the same time trying to find words to say yeah that was definitely uh very very big of you to do because i mean i was quick to want to support you in any way by saying hey we can cancel and for you to say no i i want to share this side of me to our listeners and even with me that was like that was an honor to hold space with you in that Especially during going through something so tough, that was you went through quite a few tough journeys uh, from um, flow to jungle to even loved ones passing, even your nephew cousin. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That one was intense, but baby boy still pulled up. You know, partner, you said something in an old episode. I was just trying to. Uh pull it up but i think what i think what the 
the essence of what you were saying was, was that when you share your story or when you talk about what's going on, you heal, right? Like that's mm. the beginning of the healing work, right? And so to be able to show up and share these very uh, personal moments or to show up and, you know, despite mm. hardships you're going through mm. and be able to like be here with it and talk about it, mm. like that's part of the the healing, the healing, right? And so just, you that's know, like true. again, being being appreciative of like having this platform, because it's for the cultures, this culture of like healing, right? Healing through our mm-hmm. generational shit, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and being able to comment and and speak about it and put it out there to think about and to feel and to have an opinion about it's it's really really helpful. And I don't know, I I, I just I love what we're doing because I know that when we, you know, especially with our guests, we tell them that like. This is, yes, this is me and Bex. This is our thing. But, like, this is open, right? Like, right, right, come right. through. Yay. Chop it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you feel about what we're doing? Mm-hmm. You know, how can we use this to... Yeah, yeah. Take our, you know, take our community, take this shit to the, to the next level. Mm. So. That's facts. How facts, no printer. I have a question. What's up? What was the funniest episode or the funniest moments? Moment. Could be just a moment. Yeah, I really love how we've uh, landed on our uh, "Would You Rather"s being our icebreakers. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's something that a lot of folks have reached out about. That they they always crack up at the um, at the "Would You Rather"s because they're like, "Oh, you know, two minutes in, and I'm already busting up <laughs> laughing. People in my office think I'm crazy, <laughs> just laughing out loud for no reason." Or, oh, or like, shit. you know, already talking about dicks or already talking about this and that, you know, and it's not even, it's not even five minutes into the show. <laughs> the would you rather. Honey. You know what my favorite funniest episode was the one with Gene was like, oh, we got, they got a workshop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything got a workshop, Gene. That Jeez. was hella funny because it's real. You know, she was like, this is Frisco. You know, there's a workshop for everything. <laughs> you and your partner can't come. There's a workshop, there's a for, workshop that. for that. <laughs> Man, that was one of my funniest ones. Yes, I love it. But you know, partner, we can't we can reflect all day, right? Yeah. But let's 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 start to land this plane here <laughs> and think Ew. about and think about, you know, what we got going on what we want to do for this next year, right? Mm. And so and thinking about that, what do you hope we do better in the future? Hmm. Let me sit with that one for a second. What do I hope we do better. Yeah, and I can I can answer it because uh, go ahead. This is always something I'm thinking about as you think about it. Something that I want to personally be better on is uh, is in planning and uh, thinking through, right? Because you know, oftentimes because we we're so busy with our regular lives we always try to make sure we have time for this mm-hmm. and we check in as best as we can and we try to you know uh prepare as much as we can and we've gotten we've gotten better along the way All right. but i just want to c- 
come in here one day and be like, yeah, we got our shit together, Tom. Let's hit record and we on. Right, right. You know, we got like all these pieces figured out and whatnot. And I mean, I know I wish we had. I wish we had it to where we can get paid to do this. Right. But, you know, we working on that. Right. We got to pay our dues first. We got to put in. Got to earn our street creds first. Yeah, we got to earn it. And I feel like for us reaching this year. And us moving towards another year, you know, like we only going to get better, partner, because if anything, the biggest takeaway for me from this is that practice really does make perfect. And Facts. We, yep. Every time we come on here and we do this, it's like practice towards getting better. Mm. Practice towards getting better. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. Ask me the question one more time while I take this split second to think. <laughs> what do you hope we do better in the future? And if it's nothing, hey, it's nothing. Um, in the future, I hope we, I don't know if it's do better, but it's more of a goal that I'm hoping we reach. Mm. And I hope that we build a team. I think the team that you wow. and I, <laughs> you know, uh, this is a little insert for those who are <laughs> looking to intern somewhere. We are looking to build a team. And um, yes, I yes, really yes. want to manifest that this year or mm. this this coming year. Okay. So I want us to have a, a squad, a gang. Even when we pull up to events like the Spoolie event, I would have loved that we pull up with, you know, like as a team and really network, you know. So like I... I it was an honor for Spoo to put like for the culture special appearances. I know, but I mean, I wish we came through I, and I hella felt seen. I know, right? I thought that was super love, but I was just I wish we came through as a squad and just had our team network while you and I just kind of just do whatever and be present. But mm -hmm. it would it would be nice to kind of pull up with the team and just like. You know, not an entourage. We don't need. <laughs> we need a team that's mm -hmm. very intentional. Hey, our job here isn't to have fun, but we can have fun. But let's. We're working here. You know, we're doing. We're networking. We're trying to figure out things. We're trying to market. We're doing all these things. So we need a media team. Definitely we need, need uh, that. To, you know, because our because D Boy, y'all don't know this, but D Boy's the one behind our social media. He's the. He's the guy behind that, and I don't know. You pay. You may not even want to give that up, huh? I do. Oh, do you? Partner. You're doing such a great job, honey. That's <laughs> hey, team. I'm going to need you to hop on in there. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah, I'll take over. But, yeah, I'm hoping to accomplish that this, this year. Be yeah. very intentional about finding a team that yeah. fits our culture, our DNA, the way we flow. You know, that's able. They have to speak. You know, like, we don't want just a gifted person. We want somebody who carries our heart, who carries... Our words, you know, who's able to just, you know, like stand in behalf of like D-Boy and Vex, like say if we can't show up and we know that you will be a perfect representation of like our heart, you know, like people like that. Yeah. But we also need some thugs, you feel me? <laughs> that reminds me, that reminds me of a guest I forgot to mention. We also have my sister Sophie up in here. Yeah. Fia 415. Fia, you the graphic up, designer. Yeah, you brought up the graphics. I'm like, hey. Sis always come through. She come through clutch, bro. She She's do. fire. And actually, I had put the, you know, I planted the seed in her ear of, like, being part of a team. And she was like, I'm so down. And I know you have with other people, too. And so it's it's really just about us, like, putting our feet down yeah, yeah. and, like, 
moving, you know, taking it up a notch yeah. in terms of how we run in this thing. Yeah, because we're still waiting for Veronica to pull up. You feel me? Yeah, you know, <laughs> she a busy lady. She got all these. Uh, and Oos Rex needs to stop playing because uh, he needs to stop rescheduling. <laughs> People got shit to do, man. People got shit to do. But we got a lot of the good things in store, hopefully, for uh, the next year. I mean, we, D-Boy and I, we do we want to kind of share what we want happening. Let's set our intentions okay. as a way of closing this out so we can Let's do it. get out there and celebrate, man. You feel me? Um, what intentions do you want to set for, for this for upcoming this year? year for, for other cultures? Um, my intention this year will be to commit Okay. Yeah. Commit and invest. Mm -hmm. Commit to the content, commit to time, commit to building and just really uh, investing a lot more time because I didn't have it. I wasn't there emotionally to fully give my commitment. And this time around, I feel like I want to fully do that and be intentional wherever I'm at in life. I want to make sure that I'm... I, I devoted to this, and this is what I'm giving, you know? Mm -hmm. Especially with the transition of my job now, because September, you know, I'm about to be, like, shifting to something totally different. Word. So I have a lot more time from there on to, like, really create, to really push, and to figure out what I want to do and how we want to utilize my time as I'm kind of currently off, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's definitely my intention, to commit and to invest. How about you? Uh, my intention that I want to set for this upcoming year is to continue, uh, is to build. Mm. Yeah. I really, I really feel you on this, like this need of, uh, building a team, mm -hmm. um, because I really would love for us to create more content, uh, visual content mm. in terms of graphics, in terms of, um, you know, small, small videos that we could put out, you know, mm. have a YouTube channel. Mm. Um, and also just a team of like, maybe like a, maybe that they can also, or we all could be a street team, you mm, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we have some merch. Right. That's another one. We need merch. Yeah. Some, you know, just to generate some revenue so that we can continue to bring this, you know, to the cultures. Right, right, right. Bring this to the people. So I definitely want to continue to build, um, build a team, you know, build our, our platform build the podcast right like have more detailed um content that we discuss on mm. the show you know have our outlines together you right know, just just continuing to make things better and grow and also be open mm. open to switching shit up a little bit yeah for so, sure so yeah i like that i like that a lot yeah more Yay. more folks more folks man but uh, i can't believe it we made it <laughs> we we put a whole year into this partner and you know i also want to recognize that we we've taken a few breaks when we needed it right we've had a few buys sure. i know we played a little bit with the april fools right we mm. we uh, we didn't have an episode on april fools and we had other other times where it was like we were just both tapped yep. and didn't put out an episode. And what I really love about that is that we have the ability and the power to do that, right? This yeah. is this is our shit. And, yeah. You know, we if we're not good, then we don't need to. Yeah. We don't need to put anything out, right? Yep. We'll wait. We'll, we'll give another week. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Let's Man, continue that's to it. grow, heal. 
create, build, right, evolve. I'm very uh, proud of you, partner. Thank you so much. Way to way to uh, stick it out. <laughs> way to invest. You have invested a lot already, mm. right? And so. I just want to say I see you. <laughs> we going here. And I appreciate you. <laughs> hey, hunty. And we doing this for the culture. <laughs> yes. I appreciate too, partner. Very grateful for you. I'm very grateful for everything you've invested. The people you were able to pull in last minute, even even in pre- preparing for all these uh, amazing guests. You did amazing. You have resources galore. D-Boy, y'all don't know. D-Boy just knows everybody and anyone. <laughs> it trips me out to see the the different types of people and from different walks of life, from thugs to people working in politics to people working in Hollywood to people working. It's just community workers to, like, people in high places. Like, D-Boy knows them all. And we're forever grateful for that. <laughs> Thank you so right much on. for tapping in. But we need to go uh we need to go Start celebrate, weekend, man. We need to go celebrate, y'all. Thank y'all. The biggest thanks goes out to y'all listeners. For sure. Thank you so much for tapping in with us the whole year. If you're a new listener, thank you for tapping in. We really appreciate y'all. Please subscribe to our podcast. You can Yay. find us on SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher, and Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram. And Facebook at For the Cultures with a Q and an S. Um, and you can also tap in with us via email at For the Cultures, or no, not at For the Cultures, <laughs> For the Cultures at gmail.com with a Q and an S. Mm. Other than that, we want to wish y'all well. Partner, you got anything before we get up out of here? No, that's it. Just super, super thankful to everyone tapping in. Appreciate, for the, appreciate the support and love. And yeah, that's it. Happy anniversary, partner. Happy one year, feel me? Power to the people. We'll see y'all next time. Peace, love, and happiness. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Kristen Hipuakoa Marquez and Tutu Salamasina Naha Wilson. Thank you for the generous donation and your continued support. We see y'all, fam. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture.